Hey guys, welcome to the 7 Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're going to be talking about why you should run Sunday classes. And we will go into detail in this podcast about why and how to implement Sunday classes if you're not doing it already. But I also wanted to talk about some of the higher level mindset pieces that hold us back, um, not just as it relates to offering classes seven days a week, but in, in many areas of our gyms and our businesses. So Sundays have, have long kind of been this sacred day in the CrossFit community. You know, most of us, when we opened our gyms as owners, we were coaching most, if not all of the classes. And Sundays were a chance for us to kind of guarantee some sort of mental and physical reprieve from the week. So we'd able to be able to repeat our insane work weeks come again 5 a.m. Monday morning. But I still see, you know, years later for a lot of gyms, I see a lot of these established gyms with teams of coaches where the owner is not coaching every class and yet they still don't run Sunday classes. And at best, a lot of them are offering open gym on Sundays, but very few still seem to be offering classes like they would be doing on any other day of the week. So um, I want to kind of talk about our experience a little bit as well. We're coming up on six years here. and. For the first five years we were in business, we never offered Sunday classes. Um, But what we did do is from the day we opened, we decided that we were gonna be open seven days a week, 365 days a year. So we've had open gym since the day we opened and we had open gym on Sundays for over five years. And it was always a big selling point for us. I mean, especially at that time, six years ago, we were like, innovative by being open seven days a week. So that was one of our big selling points is we're open seven days a week. And, um, you know, that was unlike a lot of CrossFit gyms that were open at that time. And we kind of, we kind of held onto that belief for the last five years or so. And I mean, even, even including holidays and hurricanes and special events and Sundays, I mean, you could count on two hands total the total number of days that we were closed for an entire day um, over our first five years of being in business so even though we had a day each week where we didn't have classes we we've always prided ourselves on being open every single day and then last december um, we finally decided that we were going to take the leap and and start offering actual classes on sunday in addition to open gym and we really haven't looked back since and in fact within two months by by the end of february we went from one class on sundays to having two classes on sunday because that one class was overflowing with people we're getting over 50 people in that one sunday class Um, so we bumped it up to two and previously when when we had just open gym we only had about 15 to 20 people that would show up on any given Sunday and we would be open for three hours. We'd have it open from 9 a.m. to noon. And you know, in that course of three hours, you'd only get about 15 to 20 people to come in. And many of those people were the same faces week after week. There was probably 30 to 40 people that came in on a semi-regular basis and you'd see 15 to 20 of them in any given week. And at that time, our membership was about 400 members. So you know, on the high end, 40 members are using open gym on Sundays regularly. Only about 10% of our membership was really taking advantage of this service. And 90% was only using our service six out of seven days of the week. Um, and now almost a year later, we, we have two Sunday classes, two Sunday beach fit classes. 
we also have a yoga class and we consistently average over 70 people in those three classes in addition to we still have open gym so there's a few people that do open gym as well so we're now seeing 80 plus people sometimes as close to 100 on a sunday whereas before it was 15 or 20. Um, and what's really eye-opening now is the type of people that you see on sundays because before like i said it was only the same 30 to 40 people you never really saw a lot of new faces now we see a lot of new faces we see a lot of regulars and there's probably 150 to 200 members that now take advantage of Sunday classes on a semi-regular basis, which is a much larger percentage of our membership. Even at now closer to 500 members, you're talking now 30 to 40% of our membership is using that seventh day of the week and taking advantage of it and seeing value in it. So as a business owner, that tells me that the, the value is there. And on the flip side, Open Gym was really just catering to a select few. Um, and, and one of the things that I notice from an owner's perspective is that Open Gym tends to cater to your highest maintenance members. So the, the, the members that um, you know are maybe the most vocal ones, the first to complain, they're also the ones that take up the most space and equipment. Um, they add a lot in terms of cleaning and maintenance and new equipment. I mean, Sunday nights, if we weren't getting a good cleaning in, you know, it would look like a disaster come Monday morning because of what those members, that really small group of 15 to 20 people were doing to the gym um, in just a few short hours for open gym. So even though it may be in theory cheaper to run open gym over classes, or maybe just easier on your part because you can go and unlock the doors and do some computer work off to the side and not actually have to coach, it, it potentially is just as expensive because of what you're having to invest into cleaning and maintenance and new equipment to upkeep for those those members. Um, I think another reason that gym owners are, are sort of reluctant to add the Sunday class is it's hard to see a direct correlation to the bottom line. You know, when you're talking about classes during the week, it's a little bit more obvious to justify okay, if I add another class, I can add this many members. Like if you have a 6 a.m. class and it's consistently, let's say 20 people, and that's like overflowing for you, that's a lot of people in a class. Well, yeah, I mean, if you can offer a 5 a.m. or a 7 a.m. five days a week or six days a week, in theory, that should allow you to add more members overall to your total membership numbers and add really to your bottom line on a monthly basis. You know, if you have you go from having that one 6 a.m. class with 20 people to now 15 people at 6 a.m. and 15 people at 7 a.m. and you're regularly regularly servicing 30 people um, five days a week instead of just 20. I mean that's you know that definitely increases your capacity and you know there's no doubt you're going to see that show up in your bottom line. You know whereas with Sundays it's not quite as straightforward because yeah you add that seventh day a week but no one's it's not part of someone's regular routine so really what you're doing is you're enabling someone to go from two days in a week to now hitting three days in a week or someone who normally comes three days in a week can now come four days in a week and I think it has less of a short-term impact on ROI but where it really has that impact is on results and retention you know if people um, have the ability to come to your gym anytime and they never have to feel like oh crap I want to work out but I can't that's gonna make them stay longer. If they're able to get an extra workout on average per week or three to four extra workouts per month because you're open on Sundays, 
they're likely going to see much better results. You know, if they're going to Sunday workouts instead of Sunday brunch, they're, you know, that's going to have a huge difference in their long-term results. Um, but I think probably the biggest thing that holds us as owners back from adding it is, is just a mindset thing. And, you know, we, we're kind of stuck in this place where um, we try to do everything as owners because we're trying to do what's in the best interest of our members. And we feel like, well, no one does this thing better than I do, so I have to, I have to do it to make sure my members get the best experience. And we do that with a lot of activities. We do that with coaching classes. Um, you know, we do that with programming. We do that with the sales consultations, social media, cleaning, scheduling, payroll. We hold on to these, these parts of the business, these roles in the business, longer than we should because we feel like, you know, it needs to get done right. So it's better off if I just do it myself. And, you know, I wanted to shine the light on this this example of Sunday classes because. You know, it's it's pretty obvious that there's value there. If you have, if you already have 50 people coming in on Saturdays, or in our case, we have over 100 people coming in on Saturdays, how can you not justify that close to that amount of people would also want to come on a Sunday? So there, the, there's a clear value there. And if you're running yourself into the ground six days a week, or you're not delegating enough, you're not training enough, you're not hiring enough to have that capacity to add a a couple classes on a Sunday, then by trying to do everything yourself, by trying to make sure it's done right or done well or done perfectly, then you're preventing your business from growing and you're taking away from the overall value to the end consumer. So Sunday classes just kind of happen to be the best way to show you that because it's a really tangible example. We know that the class experience is the the biggest key of our product and the more classes we can offer especially when it's class times where people are lots of people are going to come to them then you know we know it's going to have an impact so a um, couple other things I want to touch on and one is that I even though I do feel strongly about Sunday classes I don't feel like everyone should be going out and adding Sunday classes immediately um, I don't think it's right for every CrossFit or micro gym. Some gyms just aren't ready for it right now. And I think if you're still the sole owner and you're coaching every class every day of the week, then you need to keep your sanity somewhat and have a day to mentally and physically recover so you can have a greater impact on the business in your other hours spent on the business. Um, but I do think even with an owner who's in that situation, that's one of the first things that you want to work towards is being able to offer classes seven days a week. So you may not just want to implement it tomorrow, but you do want to have that on your roadmap for the near future. And, you know, more often than not, though, I see a lot of gyms that are a little bit mature, more mature than that. They have a, somewhat of a team in place. The owner isn't coaching every class and they're still opting to not run Sunday classes. So my advice to those, those gym owners would definitely be start running Sunday classes. Um, just want, run one class at first, see how it does, and, and go from there. Um, but you're missing out on a lot of uh, potential value if you just skip it altogether. And um, last thing I want to kind of touch on is sort of the nuts and bolts of how we run our Sunday classes at CrossFit Home Beach. It's not too complex, but I think there's some things to kind of cover here, especially as it relates to programming. So currently we offer only beach fit on Sundays. We actually don't offer CrossFit on Sundays. 
So we our, our beach fit class is more of a boot camp style class. It's only 45 minutes, it's not an hour, and there's no barbells, it's more cardio stuff. So it, it tends to work as more of an active recovery day for our CrossFitters. And we have um, two of those classes. It's an 8.15 a.m. and a 9.15 a.m. class. And then we have a 10.15 yoga as it currently stands. But I've heard of other gyms that do like a later Sunday class or maybe they do an early and a late one to kind of try to not avoid uh, or to, to try to avoid those church times and allowing more people to get in there. Um, but for the first few months that we ran our Sunday classes, I ran those classes myself. And again, I'm not saying that you have to you have to do that yourself as the owner because part of this is is again keeping your sanity and keeping your energy for higher level activities. But I think you you have to be willing to do it from time to time if you're going to ask others to do it, or make sure that the coaches that you are asking to do it have rest days. They have complete days off in one of those other six days of the week, you know, and do the same for yourself. If you're gonna coach on Sundays, make sure that you have a complete off day one of the other days of the week, maybe it's Saturday. Um, and programming wise, if, you know, if maybe you don't have a boot camp or a beach fit program like we do, and it would be seven days of CrossFit classes, then my recommendation would be to treat it how we treat our Thursdays. So currently when, when we do our programming, we tend to prioritize Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. That's kind of how we build our week first. And then Thursday becomes the day that's kind of built around the other days. So in the case of someone that might be programming seven days of CrossFit, Thursday and Sunday could be kind of those two days that are sort of built around the rest of the, uh, the other five days. And typically what those Thursdays and Sundays would look like is no barbells, uh, mostly longer aerobic workouts or interval workouts and not a ton of muscular endurance stuff. So your athletes are not, you know, from a Sunday to a Monday, they're not coming in Monday morning super beat up and super sore. You know, they're doing it to feel good, they're doing it to sweat um, and, and feel good coming into the week. Um, so definitely this podcast turned out way longer than I thought, um, but hopefully um, you guys got some value out of it and it encourages you to either start offering Sunday classes immediately or at least working towards them in the near future and hopefully it'll op open your mindset a little bit into other areas of the business where you might be holding on to something um, holding on to an activity that you could delegate where it's actually hurting the business as a whole it's hurting your team it's hurting your end consumer experience um, because you're not willing to let go